Section 9 of The Journey of Coronado, 1540-1542, by Pedro de Castaneda, translated by George Parker Winship. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Sue Anderson. The Narrative of Castaneda, Part 2, Chapter 4, of how they live at Tiwesh, and of the province of Tiwesh and its neighborhood, Tiwesh is a province with twelve villages on the banks of a large, swift river, some villages on one side and some on the other. Note the present-day Albuquerque, Bernalillo, New Mexico area. It is a spacious valley two leagues wide, and a very high, rough, snow-covered mountain chain lies east of it. There are seven villages in the ridges at the foot of this, four on the plain and three situated on the skirts of the mountain. There are seven villages, seven leagues to the north of Tiwesh at Kirish, and the seven villages of the province of Jemez are forty leagues northeast. It is four leagues north or east to Acha, note the Pueblo of Picaris, New Mexico. Tutahuaco, a province with eight villages, is toward the southeast, in general, these villages all have the same habits and customs, although some have some things in particular which the others have not. They are governed by the opinions of the elders. They all work together to build the villages, the women being engaged in making the mixture and the walls, while the men bring the wood and put it in place. They have no lime, but they make a mixture of ashes, coals, and dirt, which is almost as good as mortar, for when the house is to have four stories, they do not make the walls more than half a yard thick. They gather a great pile of twigs of thyme and sedge-grass, and set it afire, and when it is half coals and ashes, they throw a quantity of dirt and water on it, and mix it all together. They make round balls of this, which they use instead of stones after they are dry, fixing them with the same mixture, which comes to be like a stiff clay. Before they are married, the young men serve the whole village in general, and fetch the wood that is needed for use, putting it in a pile in the courtyard of the villages, from which the women take it to carry to their houses. The young men live in the estufas, which are in the yards of the village. They are underground, square or round, with pine pillars. Some were seen with twelve pillars, and with four in the center, as large as two men could stretch around. They usually had three or four pillars. The floor was made of large, smooth stones, like the baths which they have in Europe. They have a hearth made like the binnacle or compass box of a ship, in which they burn a handful of thyme at a time, to keep up the heat, and they can stay in there just as in a bath. The top was on a level with the ground. Some that were seen were large enough for a game of ball. When any man wishes to marry, it has to be arranged by those who govern. The man has to spin and weave a blanket and place it before the woman, who covers herself with it and becomes his wife. The houses belong to the women, the estufas to the men. If a man repudiates his woman, he has to go to the estufa. 
it is forbidden for women to sleep in the estufas or to enter these for any purpose except to give their husbands or sons something to eat the men spin and weave the women bring up the children and prepare the food the country is so fertile that they do not have to break up the ground the year round but only have to sow the seed which is presently covered by the fall of snow and the ears come up under the snow in one year they gather enough for seven a very large number of cranes and wild geese and crows and starlings live on what is sown and for all this when they come to sow for another year the fields are covered with corn which they have not been able to finish gathering there are a great many native fowl in these provinces and cocks with great hanging chins when dead these keep for sixty days and longer in winter without losing their feathers or opening and without any bad smell and the same is true of dead men the villages are free from nuisances because they go outside to excrete and they pass their water into clay vessels which they empty at a distance from the village they keep the separate houses where they prepare the food for eating and where they grind the meal very clean this is a separate room or closet where they have a trough with three stones fixed in stiff clay three women go in here each one having a stone with which one of them breaks the corn the next grinds it and the third grinds it again they take off their shoes do up their hair shake their clothes and cover their heads before they enter the door a man sits at the door playing on a fife while they grind moving the stones to the music and singing together they grind a large quantity at one time because they make all their bread of meal soaked in warm water like wafers they gather a great quantity of brushwood and dry it to use for cooking all through the year there are no fruits good to eat in the country except the pine nuts they have their preachers sodomy is not found among them they do not eat human flesh nor make sacrifices of it the people are not cruel for they had francisco de ovando in tiwesh about forty days after he was dead and when the village was captured he was found among their dead whole and without any other wound except the one which killed him white as snow without any bad smell i found out several things about them from one of our indians who had been a captive among them for a whole year i asked him especially for the reason why the young women in that province went entirely naked however cold it might be and he told me that the virgins had to go around this way until they took a husband and that they covered themselves after they had known man the men here wear little shirts of tanned deerskin and their long robes over this in all these provinces they have earthenware glazed with antimony and jars of extraordinary labor and workmanship which were worth seeing chapter five of Sicuye and the villages in its neighborhood and of how some people came to conquer this country we have already said that the people of tiwesh and of all the provinces on the banks of that river were all alike 
having the same ways of living and the same customs it will not be necessary to say anything particular about them i wish merely to give an account of sicuye and some depopulated villages which the army saw on the direct road which it followed thither and of others that were across the snowy mountains near tiwish which also lay in that region above the river sicuye note pecos new mexico is a village of nearly five hundred warriors who are feared throughout that country it is square situated on a rock with a large court or yard in the middle containing the estufas the houses are all alike four stories high one can go over the top of the whole village without there being a street to hinder there are corridors going all around it at the first two stories by which one can go around the whole village these are like outside balconies and they are able to protect themselves under these the houses do not have doors below but they use ladders which can be lifted up like a drawbridge and so go up to the corridors which are on the inside of the village as the doors of the houses open on the corridor of that story the corridor serves as a street the houses that open on the plain are right back of those that open on the court and in time of war they go through those behind them the village is enclosed by a low wall of stone there is a spring of water inside which they are able to divert the people of this village boast that no one has been able to conquer them and that they conquer whatever villages they wish the people and their customs are like those of the other villages their virgins also go nude until they take husbands because they say that if they do anything wrong then it will be seen and so they do not do it they do not need to be ashamed because they go around as they were born there is a village small and strong between sicuye and the province of kirish which the spaniards named shimena note the former pueblo of galisteo in santa fe county and another village almost deserted only one part of which is inhabited this was a large village and judging from its condition and newness it appeared to have been destroyed they called this the village of the granaries or silos because large underground cellars were found here stored with corn there was another large village further on entirely destroyed and pulled down in the yards of which there were many stone balls as big as twelve quart bowls which seemed to have been thrown by engines or catapults which had destroyed the village all that i was able to find out about them was that sixteen years before some people called tejas note possibly the comanches had come to this country in great numbers and had destroyed these villages they had besieged sicuye but had not been able to capture it because it was strong and when they left the region they had made peace with the whole country it seems as if they must have been a powerful people and that they must have had engines to knock down the villages the only thing they could tell about the direction these people came from was by pointing toward the north 
they usually call these people tejas or brave men just as the mexicans say chichimecas or braves for the tejas whom the army saw were brave these knew the people in the settlements and were friendly with them and they the tejas of the plains went there to spend the winter under the wings of the settlements the inhabitants do not dare to let them come inside because they cannot trust them although they are received as friends and trade with them they do not stay in the villages overnight but outside under the wings the villages are guarded by sentinels with trumpets who call to one another just as in the fortresses of spain there are seven other villages along this route toward the snowy mountains one of which had been half destroyed by the people already referred to these were under the rule of Sicuye. Sicuye is in a little valley between mountain chains and mountains covered with large pine forests there is a little stream which contains good trout and otters and there are very large bears and good falcons hereabouts chapter six which gives the number of villages which were seen in the country of the terraced houses and their population before i proceed to speak of the plains with the cows and settlements and tribes there it seems to me that it will be well for the reader to know how large the settlements were where the houses with stories gathered into villages were seen and how great an extent of the country they occupied as i say cibola is the first cibola seven villages tusayan seven villages the rock of akuko one tiwesh twelve villages tutahuaco eight villages these villages were below the river kirish seven villages in the snowy mountains seven villages shimena three villages Sicuye, one village Jemes, seven villages agos calientes or boiling springs three villages yuque yunque in the mountains six villages valladolid calbraba one village chia one village in all there are sixty-six villages tiwesh appears to be in the center of the villages valladolid note taos is the farthest up the river towards the northeast the four villages down the river are toward the southeast because the river turns toward the east it is one hundred thirty leagues ten more or less from the furthest point that was seen down the river to the furthest point up the river and all the settlements are within this region including those at a distance there are sixty-six villages in all as i have said and in all of them there may be some twenty thousand men which may be taken to be a fair estimate of the population of the villages there are no houses or other buildings between one village and another but where we went it is entirely uninhabited these people since they are few and their manners government and habits are so different from all the nations that have been seen and discovered in these western regions must come from that part of greater india 
the coast of which lies to the west of this country for they could have come down from that country crossing the mountain chains and following down the river settling in what seemed to them the best place as they multiplied they kept on making settlements until they lost the river when it buried itself underground its course being in the direction of florida it comes down from the northeast where they the spaniards under coronado could certainly have found signs of villages he preferred however to follow the reports of the turk but it would have been better to cross the mountains where this river rises i believe they would have found traces of riches and would have reached the lands from which these people started which from its location is on the edge of greater india although the region is neither known nor understood because from the trend of the coast it appears that the land between norway and china is very far up the country from sea to sea is very wide judging from the location of both coasts as well as from what captain villalobos discovered when he went in search of china by the sea to the west and from what has been discovered on the north sea concerning the trend of the coast of florida toward the bacayos up toward norway to return then to the proposition with which i began i say that the settlements and people already named were all that were seen in a region seventy leagues wide and one hundred thirty long in the settled country along the river tiwesh in new spain there are not one but many establishments containing a larger number of people silver metals were found in many of their villages which they use for glazing and painting their earthenware End of chapter 6 and section 9